You are listening to Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with your host T and Mike on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Allen slinging it towards the end zone. It's caught Beasley for the touchdown. him introduce himself because i'm excited so go ahead sir do the honors hey it's, it's a pleasure to see i am akeem rich akeem richens a rich um if you don't know me please get to know me i am indeed the co-founder of the brand built in buffalo and um i'm first of all i'm i'm happy to to be on your show t because i think you do a tremendous job in your work I think you're you're consistently good at what you do and you just give that laid back vibe where all kind of fans from all perspectives can come on and, and relate to you. So I appreciate you for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. I don't even know how to take that, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a compliment. <laughs> thank you. For sure. Thank you. Um, you know, I... I admire you. I, I thank you guys for adding me on to, to the network. It's been a blast um, learning new stuff and uh, still learning and growing with this uh, content with Buffalo because we have a lot. We have mm-hmm. a lot on our network that is amazing um, episodes and content creators over there. So I appreciate you guys adding me for sure. We, um, we, def- we definitely started. appreciate it. Yeah, go ahead. Cool, cool. Um, not to because it's a, probably a little delay. So and that's why I hate. I love person to person. I love yeah. the fact that me and Mike can sit next to each other and yep. speak about whatever. Uh, yep. Our interaction is what makes this show. So that's Definitely. why I love live stuff. But um, yeah, let's get into it then. Mm-hmm. I send you some stuff over early in the week, mm-hmm. and um, we're just gonna jump right into it. So some decision needs to be made uh, with Mario Addison and Jerry Hughes. Um, are you ready to uh, let them walk, let them go, let the team just move on from them? Uh, and, you know, those are those are excellent questions, right? When we look at Mario Addison and, and Jerry Hughes, those are the veterans on the defensive line for the Buffalo Bills. They're the older guys. They're the guys that give the young guys some perspective in terms of how to grow and develop and develop their own game. Uh, but at the same time, I do think that both of the players are a little past their primes, right? Uh, I think personally, Jerry Hughes still has uh, a lot to offer. I think he has uh, a bit more to offer than a Mario Addison. So if the money is right and if he's willing to take uh, a certain type of uh, of contract, I definitely think that Jerry Hughes deserves to be re-signed because even in, in the last game against the Kansas City Chiefs, he was the one guy that you've seen jumping off the screen on the defensive line in terms of adding pressure and, and trying to get to Patrick Mahomes, even though he didn't get there all the time, but he was still uh, adding tons of pressure. So if we can find a way to add Jerry Hughes on in a reasonable contract, I definitely think the Buffalo Bills should do so. Uh, Mario Addison, uh, I'm not sure if I feel the same way about him as I do Jerry Hughes. I think we have guys like Gregory Russo and Carlos Basham and AJ Epinesa that uh, 
deserves to get some playing time as well. I don't want to stunt the growth of our young defensive linemen by having our older guys or a bunch of older guys that may be past their prime um, playing. So I, I do think that Jerry Hughes has a space on this team, but I also think that the young defensive guys deserve to play in time and, and continue their development as well. Absolutely. I agree. I think if Jerry uh, a year, one year, like you said, and mm-hmm. have Addison walk, I think, mm-hmm. Epinesa and um, Russo was doing great the first few games. And mm-hmm. then they hit that. Well, I know um, Russo hit that rookie wall. Mm-hmm. And from then on, it was like it was he was done. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. not maybe done to where he wasn't working hard. I just thought that maybe teams knew now what to concentrate mm-hmm. on him. And he had may- maybe like two moves and they use it often. You know, mm-hmm. Basham, I think, only had one great move was it. And he was just bull rushing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think one year underneath their belt, I think they'll be fine. But yeah, mm-hmm. move on from Mario Mario Edison. Even though he led the team in sacks, sacks, right. but the pressure was Jerry. Um, Jerry got to to the quarterbacks yep. though. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think that goes into the um my question B is can we say that um uh, Mario not Mario, I'm sorry, um mm-hmm. Epinesa and Boogie Bash are ready to step up in group 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 is ready to step up can we say that now are we ready for them i i i i think so i think so right because these are these are not players that are you know fifth and sixth round picks uh aj epinesa is a seven uh a second round pick 54 overall uh uh carlos basham is a second round pick group uh gregory rousseau is a first round pick so i think because of where they were selected in the draft, I think there are there are players that are supposed to make impacts based on where they was drafted. And the only way they can make this impact if you give them a chance to play. So I, I definitely think that these guys, especially Gregory Russo, right? I, I believe that him especially uh, deserve to continue his development and playing because I think he was 100% correct. He did hit his rookie uh, rookie wall. For the Buffalo Bills, his rookie season and his rookie wall uh, was not like other rookie walls, right? We're talking about a guy that came in for the Buffalo Bills as a first round pick and didn't play at all the season before due to COVID. And then he only had one year of college eligibility with the Miami Hurricanes the year he did play. So I think his rookie wall was a lot steeper than usual. And uh, I think he'll get over that, being that he has a, a season under his belt. And I think he's going to continue to develop in a, in a good way. And I think the other players in Carlos Basham and, and AJ Epinesa will do so as well. Yeah, I, I'm excited for um, um, Russo. Um, Russo. I just think that he can be that next. Not comparing him to um, um, Bruce, but I mm-hmm. think he can be a type of player that can demand that that um oh my god that respect i guess for lack of a better word i think he can dominate a game once he gets those reps and stuff i think he can be that player you know so this question was not asked before i write this question down Mm -hmm. now do you think um in the draft we should go after and i probably i'm skipping another defensive end um you know i me personally, I don't think so, right? I think that 
Yeah, now you never know what can happen. Obviously, we're not the experts. We're not in the Buffalo Bills war room. We're not Brandon Bean or Sean McDermott. So we don't know for sure. But if if I'm just thinking in hindsight, I'm I'm saying to myself, uh, Gregory Russo is a young player that still has to develop. So does Carlos Basham. So does AJ Epinesa. I think Ed Oliver still has some growing and development still. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think he's he's reached his maximum potential. So I think the Buffalo Bills have a lot of guys on that defensive front that still has to grow and develop in their own right. So I'm not sure if bringing in another guy that may have to go through that same transition should be implemented along the Buffalo Bills defensive front. Now, if you want to go out there and get uh, uh, obviously proven and obvious dominant type defensive end, then that may be different, right? If you want to go right. out and get someone like a Chandler Jones that you know is is uh, a guy that can command attention like you speak of Groot, right? I think Groot can definitely be a guy that opposing offenses could say in the future, like, hey, we got to really plan around this guy and, and, and really make sure we know where this guy is on each and every play. If the Buffalo Bills can get somebody that garners that attention, I think that uh, they should take that route. But I'm not, I'm not sure if they – they should take the route in developing another defensive lineman. Right. Yeah. Because there's a lot of little speculations and rumors that Brandon mm -hmm. Bean's going to do this big um, trade like he did with the Diggs and stuff like that. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. off season is off season and you know, people, mm -hmm. whatever. I won't be mm -hmm. even opposed to him doing that. Mm -hmm. But is it going to stunt, like you say, stunt the growth of a Mario? I mean, a, um, AJ Vanessa, the Boogie Basham, or group. I mean, we were one play away mm -hmm. from being, you know, in the Super Bowl or, you know, everybody's saying. Mm -hmm. But even though we were, you know, coaching whatever happened, whatever the case may be, everybody got their own opinions. I mm -hmm. still feel even if we made it, we still needed an extra person, an extra player to put mm -hmm. us in that position to say, oh, we can run that back. Because mm -hmm. with the with players we had this year, we had plays where we're like, mm, we just won because we put a lot of points on the board. You're not mm -hmm. looking at mistakes. Because mm -hmm. when you win, you don't look at the mistakes that were there. You mm -hmm. just think of the value that win. You know what I mean? Yep. So I wouldn't be opposed to, even if we did win, we would have that question of, we still need someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think Brandon Bean, I think he realizes that and and that's why he goes into the direction he goes in terms of constructing a roster and a constructing a team. Uh the Los Angeles Rams, we know that they're Super Bowl champs, but we know mm -hmm. that they they spent a lot and they mortgage a lot of future to get to the point where they're at today and and Brandon Bean is is not willing to do that. He yeah. wants to be He said that too. Yep. He wants to be able to sign and develop his guys. And because of the guys that he developed, take us to the levels we need to go in terms of hoisting the Lombardi trophy. And he still wants to sustain that success to continue to be good in the future as well. And I think that is the direction Brandon Bean wants to take. And not to bring up you know, our rivalry, whatever. It's like the Patriots. They did for a long mm -hmm. period of time. They want mm -hmm. to sustain that success. I mean, now yeah. they're on a downward, you know, trying to regroup, whatever. But, yeah, you want to be something like that. I know we hate the Patriots and stuff like that, but you look at that franchise and you're just like, that's where we kind of want to be, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Definitely. So we can move on. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we have concerns um with the quarterback. Trey White's down his injury. Um, we don't know how he's gonna be when he comes back. They state that he's been in uh, you know, in the building rehabbing all this time that you know the Bills are playing in, um, in the offseason as well now. Mm-hmm. Being that we have the number one training facility, training staff, um, do you have any concerns with Trey coming back? Uh no. I I you know, I don't have any concerns with with Trey coming back because like you just said like you just alluded to the Buffalo Bills have the number one training facility they have a great medical staff uh they've done a great job in terms of keeping players healthy for the most part and this is not this is not 20 years ago where you know an ACL injury can potentially uh ruin your career you know, like mm-hmm. it did maybe like it did maybe uh, uh, Eddie George in the past when he had a knee injury and uh, the, the medicines and the medical facilities wasn't the same. I think we're in 2022 and these ACL injuries are are significant injuries, but these are injuries that that players can overcome in, in, to, in today's world. And I think Trey White will be fine. But I also think don't get me wrong. I do think players. Uh, play better the second year removed away from a significant significant injury as opposed to the first. So even though Trey White, I think he's going to come back healthy and do a, a good job. I think this year would be the test in terms of him trusting his knee and getting back to his normal self and being confident and being able to make those cuts and change of direction things. And the year after that, I think he'll catapult himself into a a better corner than we'll actually see this year. Dear T. Okay. Okay. We're going to wait for T to come back, but yeah. um, I think Trey White is, is a cornerback. That's, one of the top cornerbacks in the NFL. I think he is going to continue to be a top cornerback in this NFL. And, and you know, players overcome injuries. They have to overcome uh, adversity at times. And and Trey White is is no different in terms of, of overcoming or trying to overcome adversity. We've seen Harrison Phillips uh, a couple of years ago tore his ACL, right? He had some knee damage and he came back the year after and Harrison Phillips wasn't uh, what he was last year, right? Harrison Phillips was trying to come back. He was trying to come back and 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 get his footing. And Harrison Phillips played a lot right. better his second season after the injury as opposed to his first. Glad to have you back, too. Absolutely. Ah, oh, man. Listen, I don't know. This is, I'm telling you, this is why I hate. <laughs> I hate, <laughs> I, I hate I all this stuff. This is crazy, man. It's just so crazy. Hey, what happened today? I had done this, like I said, I this is my second time doing this. The first time, mm-hmm. nothing, peachy, whatever. Today, mm-hmm. I don't even know what's going on. I'm not even right. connected to the Wi-Fi at my house. I'm doing something mm-hmm. else because I, last time it just, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. but um, that being said, so do you think other players that sometimes are, you know, injury prone mm-hmm. and want and and Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott are looking at these players that may be injury prone. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they would take that chance on this player who is in who has injuries and bring them into the facility because of our training staff? 
I, you know, I think so. I think the Buffalo Bills, Brandon Bean and the organization are willing to take chances like that. But I think the contract would have to make sense, right? I think the contract would have to make sense right. in terms of benefiting the organization and this, the player still wants to be happy. I don't think the uh, Brandon Bean will overplay, overpay for a guy that has the has potentials or have a history of of being injured often so i think he would try to uh navigate the contract where the player can be healthy uh happy and it will be uh, uh an advantage to the organization as well but i don't think uh brandon bean was shy away from from injury history mm -hmm. okay good mm -hmm. good good uh, yeah i believe that as well um so levi wallace is up to make some big bucks this this off season are you yep as a fan, and you think that Brandon Bean, are they willing to just have Levi just walk? Or did you pay him what he wants? Because he's averaging what, 18? Supposed to be? Something like that? I, I, I think his number is pretty significant this year in terms of if you look at if you look at spot track and you look at his market value, I think his number is, is pretty significant. Uh I think Brandon Bean is is going to let Levi Wallace test the market. I think that'll be his first approach, letting Levi test the market to see what type of number he actually commands as opposed mm -hmm. to what as opposed to what a, a computer is predicting for the player. And I think they would take that process from there because be, because of Trey White's injury, I don't think the Bills need one corner. I think they need a couple corners. I think they yeah. need at least two cornerbacks just just because of of his injury. You don't want to rush Trey White back. You don't want to put that added pressure on him to think he has to be the guy that he was before he left. And I think it would add depth for the Buffalo Bills as a team, just in case Trey White is still overcoming his some issues uh, from the injury. So uh, the Bills probably want Levi Wallace back, but they have to be smart in terms of uh, mortgaging and uh, managing their cap space because they don't have a lot of it. And I think the right. Buffalo Bills will will do whatever they have to do to to get that depth uh, to help the the secondary and and to not rush the Trey White back. So I think Levi may test the market. I think he'll test it too. It's just like mm -hmm. um, Matt Milano, you know, yep. Matt Milano probably also too test mm -hmm. the market and see his value and was like, you know what, I want to stay. But also mm -hmm. too, some of these guys like um, Saran Neal just got his deal. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to stay because of family. Yeah. I mean, family oriented, um, you know, football, whatever, but his teammates and all that. But I wouldn't be opposed if they walk, if they let Levi walk. I mean, I -hmm. was and still am a Levi Wallace fan. I love mm -hmm. the fact that he was a walk on, you know, and mm -hmm. he, he just has that dog mentality. But mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's, you know, wants to payday. And if he feels that he needs that payday, you know, go get that payday. But mm. yeah, I wouldn't be opposed if him walking, because um, we have Dane Jackson. Not saying that Dane Jackson is anywhere. I think Levi has a step up from mm -hmm. Dane Jackson, so I wouldn't yep. be opposed if he walks. Um, right. If you could pick anyone, one player on the mm -hmm. offensive defense, who would you pick and why? Oh, uh, that's an excellent question, right? Um, I think the Buffalo Bills offensively i think they would be able to put up enough points to win games now don't get me wrong i'm not saying that 
um, other players or or elite players wouldn't help catapult the offense. But even in last year's game, the Buffalo Bills put up 36 points, I believe. You know, so I think I think they I think the offense, you know, will be fine. Uh, the defense, uh, I think they had sacks. I think they was in the top 10 in sacks, but it was more of a, a, a team oriented thing. I think that was because of scheme and our defensive coaching staff, which I didn't think they did a good job in the last 13 seconds. But I think overall, <laughs> I think overall throughout the season, I think Leslie Frazier and that staff did a good job in terms of in terms of scheme and and playing team defense. So I would go on the defensive side of the ball and I would say a guy like Miles Garrett, right? Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett. First of all, I, I choose, you know, there's other guys out there, TJ Watt and things like that, but I choose Miles Garrett because he plays in the in the same defensive scheme as the Buffalo Bills already. Cleveland Browns okay. play a Cleveland Browns play a 4-3 defense. Mm -hmm. Buffalo Bills play a 4-3 defense. So it's a seamless transition, right? Uh, 16 sacks last season, 58 and a half sacks over the his course of his career, and he's only 26 years old. And just like you said about Groot earlier in the show, uh, I think we need a guy that commands that attention. I think we have to get a guy that uh, offensive coordinators are going to get headaches trying to scheme around throughout the week. And I mm -hmm. think uh, Miles Garrett definitely fits that bill. He's a guy that you don't have to get creative within the scheme to get a sack. He's a guy that can generate sacks for you just playing head up one-on-one -on -one football. And I think that is what the Buffalo Bills need. So I will go ahead and say Miles Garrett. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that mm -hmm. one because Miles Garrett is – Outside of my players with Buffalo Bills, Miles Garrett is him and Aaron Donald are the two players yep. that I look at. Mm -hmm. I mean, those they're just freaks of nature. They're just yeah. freaks. And we don't. And, you know, I was talking to Mike and I was just like, we just need that one defensive player to make that splash player to do something to where if we need that stop. Go to mm -hmm. that player like they did, like the Rams did in the on the Super Bowl. The yes. coach went to him and said. We need you to make a play, Aaron. And yep. he did. He made two, but you know what I mean? Somebody yep. like that. I mean, we don't have it. No disrespect to the Bills or nothing like that. We don't have mm -hmm. that player on there yet. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that Oliver might – he might be this year. He might step up and be that player. You know what yep. I mean? But as of right now, we don't We don't have that. We, we haven't seen it anyway. Yeah, and, um, and see, I agree with you 100%. 100%. Yeah. Okay, so – Oh my God! So we've heard that mm -hmm. um, Sanders wants to stay, makes a decision because of his family, but he also said if he does come back, he wants to come back with the Bills. So my question to you: Are you ready for Gabe Davis to step up? And can uh, you think? Now, I think so. I think Gabriel Davis is is ready to to take that next step and be the number two wide receiver ops, uh, on the opposite side of Stefan Diggs. What he did against the Kansas City Chiefs in the biggest game of the Buffalo Bills career, his career was, was insane. Eight receptions, mm -hmm. 200, 200 yards, four touchdowns. And it was the way he was doing it. He was yeah. continuously getting open. He made a guy fall 
because the <laughs> route he ran was such a beautiful route. Beautiful route, <laughs> man. Beautiful, and, and man, and I think I think Gabriel Davis, because of that, I think he's shown that um he's definitely ready to take that next step and there's no disrespect to emmanuel sanders 42 receptions uh 626 mm -hmm. yards four touchdowns i think he had good moments throughout the season with the buffalo bills but at the same time i think it's 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 gabriel davis time to 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 hold and claim that that number two wide receiver spot for the bills so you're fine with him stepping up you're you're the bills if the bills go and get somebody mm -hmm. in free agency or draft so I guess my only concern is because it came out that Sanders said he hit, he hit a, a wall because of his best friend passed um, mm -hmm. and then he was injured. So yeah. I'm, I'm on a, I'm on the fence when it comes to Gabriel Davis um, because mm -hmm. I know he could, he can be that guy, but he was going against what third and fourth, mm -hmm. right? Yep, so receipt, if you're uh, gonna be one. right, so if you're gonna mm -hmm. be two, my only concern, are you ready? And mm -hmm. like you said, we did see in Kansas City that he can be, he can, he can be that guy. Mm -hmm. That's my only concern. Is now you're two, you're not three and four. Now you, mm -hmm. you're kind of the man now. Yeah. So yeah, most definitely. Do you think so, they're still going? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're you're good, T. So now, I, and and you know, though that's great, great analysis, and 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 uh, great concerns because you're absolutely right. But I would ask you, what's your thoughts on a Cole Beasley now? What's your thoughts on the slot wide receiver position? Is that a position that can possibly find a, another impact player or another depth piece because Cole Beasley's possibly getting older, and Isaiah McKenzie is is a free agent? Can the Buffalo Bills still try to improve the offense but just go in a different direction and that direction being the slot receiver i just wanted to get your thoughts on that um see i'm good with cole beasley coming back and mm -hmm. if they let go of isaiah mckenzie fine you know what i mean because I, I just i've heard in some um podcasts and episodes with him being mm -hmm. all right with just going so but i i think they do need another receiver slot receiver fine i'm good with that it was seen that Josh was with um, what's the guy's name? Uh, uh Christian Kirk. Yes. Are you mm -hmm. good with Christian Kirk coming? Um, if the if the price is right, you know, mm -hmm. it's all about it's all about the money. It's all about the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's all about, because they it's don't all have a money. lot. Right. They don't right. have and a lot. So. And Christian Kirk is a young guy. I believe he's only twenty five years old. He's wow. going into his second. He's on, He's going into his second contract, and usually, usually, guys going into their second contract, especially being that young, they're you going to want. They're going to want to get paid because you know football is a combat sport, and you don't know when your your last that could be your last play. So I think he's Absolutely. going to want to get paid. There's another, um, you know, those rumors off season. The mm -hmm. guy from um, the Raiders, Renfro. Hunter Renfro, yes. Yes. I wouldn't be mad at that. Not at all. I would not, not be at mad all. at that. And not, again, not I, Cole Beasley, I like Cole Beasley. I think mm -hmm. he, when it comes to money-wise, are you going to structure that contract? This is mm -hmm. like everybody on the offensive line. What mm -hmm. are we doing there? We got to restructure some contracts and let some guys go. So. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely right, and I and I actually think I actually think Hunter Renfro is 
is a younger, bigger Cole Beasley. I I, mm-hmm. I think they, they have the same game in terms of how he gets open. He runs excellent routes. He's great in the short and intermediate game. He is, in my opinion, a Cole Beasley clone. So I'm, I'm glad you brought him up because I really like Hunter Renfro from the yeah. Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. yeah, me too. I do. I, I some games when I, uh, when I w- was watching the Raiders, he's really shifty. Yeah, he can get open. He can really get open. And and you know what? Cole Beasley had a down year. We're going to call it like it is. He had a down year. He only had one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did only have he did only have one touchdown. And I believe he had, uh, you know, similar amount of receptions that he did last year. And. He had uh, a, f- a few hundred less yards. We don't know if it's because of his distance and target. We don't know if it's because the lack of yards per catch and him be able me, being able to break tackles and create uh, space after the catch. But uh, Cole Beasley uh, did have a down year, so to speak, especially if especially if we're comparing. Uh, 2021 Cole Beasley to 2020 Cole Beasley, right? Because 2020 Cole Beasley was uh, was a second team All Pro, and the things he was able to accomplish in 2020 with Josh Allen was, in my opinion, uh, tremendous in terms of what he was able to do and being that security blanket for Josh Allen and being that scapegoat for Josh Allen when Josh Allen needed a receiver to make a play uh, uh, on third down, third down in shorts or second down and intermediate or fourth down in shorts. I think Cole Beasley uh, was that security blanket and still is the uh, security blanket for for uh, a Josh Allen or a young receiver uh, uh, that that can be beneficial to a quarterback in the future. So, yes, Cole Beasley did have a down year, but I do think he could still play. Thank you. You are the man. I appreciate you so much. All right, we're going to go picking five players to build your defense. Who do you have? Oh, does it have to be on the Buffalo Bills roster, or are you talking about any? No, five no, no, no. Any five players? Oh, that's an excellent question. I like this. This is fun. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm go with my guy, uh, Miles Garrett. He's he's one guy building my. Uh, to build my defense around miles garrett i think aaron donald should be on everybody's five players of defense building guys around uh that's two i would definitely go uh jalen ramsey uh number three in terms of of building my defense around i think that you know he got beat on certain certain instances in the Super Bowl and certain times throughout the season. But what cornerback doesn't? I don't think there's any Deion Sanders in the world left. I don't think there is no Darrell Revis <laughs> in the world left. I think Revis was one of the better man cover corners in the NFL in his prime. So I definitely would mm-hmm. go with Jalen Ramsey. Uh, number four, I would go with Darius Leonard from the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I just I just love Darius Leonard's game. I think he's a sideline to sideline linebacker that makes impact plays. He he mastered the peanut punch. He's always forcing oh, yes. fumbles and, and forcing turnovers. And I think impactful plays matter. So those are four. And the fifth player, wow. Who is the fifth player I would go with? Um, I think I would go, I think I would go safety. I would probably go okay. and get. I think I'll probably go get a young player like uh 
like a Justin Simmons from the Denver Broncos. Ooh. I I like it. I like that he's big and he's athletic and he's a guy that can come down in the box and play in the box as safety and make tackles. I think he's uh, good enough to play center field. I think he could cover uh, running backs and receivers. So uh, Justin Simmons is a guy that a young guy, underrated guy that I will go with as as my fifth player. Okay, I'm not mad at none of those. Mm-hmm. I jotted some down too. I got Xavier Howard. Ooh. I got Miles Garrett, of course. I got um, Aaron Donald. I like. I, I love Xavier Howard. I wish he would I, play for the Buffalo Bills, but yeah, I love him too. He's yeah, I, hey. Did you do you remember that play when he was guarding Tyreek Hill one on one? Was it last year? And he got it that was, yes. on Tyreek yes. Hill. That one play alone, I'm like, That's I'm, the, I'm sold. Yep. <laughs> I'm so yeah, give me this I, guy. that's Hold why I, I picked him because I was like, he's he's good. I mean, he's not good against, you know, Diggs, yeah. but yeah. he's definitely good. I think Diggs got his number, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I said uh, DeForest Butter for um, Indy Ooh, I um, like it. and me, Clark, for um, Green, Bay. Green Bay. I like it. I like yeah. that. I oh, think, yeah. I think Kenny Clark is an underrated player. I really like Clint, yes. uh, Kenny Clark from the Packers. Yes. Ex- yep. Hey, excellent five. Excellent five. Too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I did some research and, you know, I do my little homework. I know. Yeah. I, I know see a little it. something. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little something. So we're going to switch it up. We're going we gonna to have some fun because yep. it's off season. And, um, you know, we, we all know we got to ask these questions and stuff like that. But let's let's switch it up, have some fun. Mm-hmm. So it's quick fire. I'm going to do some quick fire. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't give you my quick fire because I wanted it off the dome. Okay, so I like it. I like it. I, I got, I got, I think I got eight questions here. Ooh, let's so, do it. Hot dogs, hamburgers, hamburgers. Okay, uh, ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. I love me some ranch. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I love. Uh, I love ranch. I'm I not love... gonna do nothing to you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. once this comes out, it might. <laughs> I like let me, let me put it out there. I really like blue cheese, but I I I love I love ranch. It's a buffalo thing. It's a buff- yeah. I think it's a buffalo thing. Yeah. Um yeah. flats or drumsticks. Oh, flats all day, every day. Flats. Okay. Um here we go. Juice or Friday? Which one? Say the first one again. You broke up a little bit. Uh, juice. 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 Juice or Friday. Ooh. Yeah, that's a tough one, T. I'm gonna I'm have to take the ladder Friday. Mm-hmm. I, I love Friday. I love Friday. I could watch that a uh, hundred times, like I watched it the first time. You got the juice now. Juice is my joint, though. I love juice. Yeah, yeah me, too. me too. That was a tough one. That was a yeah. tough one. I know it was. I, I had to. You know, I had to. Um, Jordans or Adidas. If I mean, if I wore any, if I had to pick, it would be Jordans. Yes, Jordans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, theater, movie theater, or driving? Ooh. I'm a, I, I, see, I, I, the older I got, the lazier I've become. <laughs> so I've, I, 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 I appreciate the drive-in, but I'm going to go back to my younger days and my head, I'm still young. So I'm going to go theater. I'm going to go, I'm going to go movie theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, a- NBA All Star Game or the Pro Bowl? Oh, they both was trash, but you know. they both, they both, they both was trash. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I th- I, I'm going to go NBA All-Star game because at least it gets somewhat competitive in the fourth <laughs> quarter. <laughs> yes. Did you watch any of it this this last weekend? Yes, I did. I watched I watched some of it. I didn't even know because it's been a couple of years since I watched the Pro Bowl. And I, uh, excuse yeah. me, the All-Star game. And I didn't even know that they was doing some last shot wins and all that. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. But uh, yeah. but it still was it, it still I, got competitive. It's, it's trash. Yeah, they're both, it did. They're both it did. I'm, the All Star Game is better than better than the Pro Bowl, but they are competitive mm-hmm. compared to the um, Pro Bowl. But yeah, yeah. It, oops, they got to do something better than that. They got to do something. All right, so yeah. this might be might be. Um, I love this because I I just love people's respond to this um, mm-hmm. loyalty loyalty or respect. Oh, T, these are some excellent questions. Different topics going off the wall. I love it. Um, I'm big on loyalty. I am me. I I, I am. Yeah. I I am big on loyalty. I've had one barber for 15 years. Like I, I'm not. I'm not the guy to switch up barbers. I I still have Android. Everybody's been going switching to iPhone. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> you know, I should have. So you know what? I should have put that on there. iPhone or, or Droid. I'm a Droid too. I can't do iPhone. I can't. Yeah, I don't understand yeah, me it. Neither. Me neither. Me I'm neither. not an old hag. I just don't do iPhone. Sorry. Yeah. So um, I'm I I'm big on loyalty. So I'm gonna go loyalty. All right. Last one for the quick fire. 2020 bills or the 2021 bills oh man another another difficult excellent question i'm gonna go 2020 bills because they was actually one game away from the super bowl as opposed to losing in the division around this year and it's hard for me to pick the 2021 bills now because of those last 13 seconds yeah (laughs) those last sour it's it stings it stings and yeah. I, I haven't watched the replay since i i don't want to watch the yeah. replay i don't want nothing to do with that game so 2020 bills i think i'm gonna have to watch it before i move on to mm. um the next Closure. season just Closure. to get it out yeah mm-hmm. absolutely to get it mm-hmm. out goodbye mm-hmm. see you later and move on um yep. so i like it this is the last the last questions um mm-hmm. amazing race you know that game right now that uh that's all yes so you have one player to pick for your with your to be your teammate who would it be one player to be my teammate yeah oh, this is this I, I this is another excellent question but i don't think it's as hard <laughs> as the rest i'm gonna go i'm gonna go josh allen here you know look, look the really? personality the personality of Josh Allen is infectious. Yeah. It's like I I I just want to be around the guy. He seems like a guy that's hard not to love. And I think he's a guy that you're willing to that's run true. through, you're willing to run through a wall for him because he will do the same for you. So I, I go Josh Allen here. That's true. That's so true. All yeah. right. I'm not I'm not mad at that. That's some um Excellent questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, great stuff. Great Excellent stuff. answers. I'm sorry, not questions, answers. Uh, yeah. I question man, two. listen. Um, I appreciate what. Oh yeah, absolutely. What? Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I um I appreciate you coming on. You know, I wasn't going to keep you long. It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people got stuff to do. But I always appreciate um you and what you do for this brand. And you know, I, I love that. 
you came on my show, our show, my little show. <laughs> so thank you for coming on. Hey, Rich, um, tell everybody where they can find you that they, they don't uh, already know. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for for having me on your show. And I'm, a, you know, I have to give you your flowers while we're here. T does an, an excellent job. You do an amazing job with your podcast. You do an amazing job. You and Mike uh, consistently developing and, and growing your podcast in terms of, of actually being on air and actually promoting your stuff. And, and you love what you do. And I, I see it every time you do your shows. It's, it's genuine. And, and that's what I love thank about you, you and, and love about your show. So uh, once again, thank you for having me. Uh, you can find me, yeah. uh, A. Rich, Akeem Richens. You can find me on on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, under King Rich underscore underscore 987 is, that, is where you can find me. You can find the Built in Buffalo brand. Just type in Built in Buffalo underscore and they'll pop up on various social media platforms. And um, uh, yeah, uh, that's where you can find us. That's where you can find the excellent content with myself, others, and, and T as well. And once again, T, I really appreciate you and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this is going to drop very soon. Um, but man, this was so great. I loved it. And thank you again for coming on. Um, this is Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. I am your, I am your host, T, one half of Not Your Average Podcast. Um, thank you again, Rich. Uh, this was awesome, awesome, awesome. And we also we drop on Sundays. We go live on Thursdays at two o'clock on the brand on Facebook. So go out. You know, we don't take ourselves too serious. We like to joke, we laugh, you know, we break some stuff that we don't do stats because we hate them. <laughs> but yeah, come over there, check us out. You know, thank you guys for tuning in. Love you, peace. Peace. This has been Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with T and Mike, only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Hey, everything on three. Number three. One on one, one on three, one, two, three. Get your average podcast. Get your average So that gets me going, man. Do me a favor. Say a prayer in typical one. Go Bills. <laughs>